This season of Arts and Farts is brought to you by ArtpreneurGuy.com, turning struggle into opportunity. You can go on to ArtpreneurGuy.com to get all the tools you need to take your creative business to the next level. Hey guys, it's your girl Mel and I'm back with episode 12 of Arts and Farts and I am so excited about this episode because in this episode I'm going to explore something that I really love about getting to do this show, which is that during the editing process and sometimes even while we're recording or I'm interviewing a guest, in almost every episode there is like a statement, a perfect semblance of words, something that comes together and I'm just like, aha, I never thought about it like that before. And those moments are really like gold for me. Those are the teachable moments for me during the show. And I often wonder if you guys get those gems, if they stand out to you like they stand out to me. So in this episode, I'm going to explore five of my favorite aha moments from Arts and Farts so far. And for those of you who are avid listeners, I am going to even include a giveaway at the end of the episode, I'm going to ask a question about one of the past episodes. And for those of you who answer either via SoundCloud, email, or um, or like Facebook message, <laughs> you can Facebook message me or or put it on the Mem Squared LLC page. You're gonna get a free copy of an Entrepreneur's Guide to Picking Out. Isn't that cool? I hope you think it's cool. Let's get into it. From Man Made, this is Arts and Farts. So when I first conceived of episode 11, Smoke Screens and or Reality, (laughs) um, I really was thinking more about someone that I know who, you know, lives in one room but is always rocking vintage and their social media is always popping there at every event. And I was just kind of thinking like, wow, you live in a fairy tale. But while I was recording the episode, my friend Oshun said something that really broke the whole thing wide open for me. And that is number five. Yeah, I, I can I can see there's some people that I watch their social media and I, I think to myself, I was at that same event. I'm not particularly sure when it got that good. I'm, I'm very confused by what has happened because I swear I was also there. But then I realized, you know, they are branding, they are branding their lifestyle, their marketing, how they are going to be perceived. So even if you invite them to your own event and the shit is shit you know they're gonna take a photo that makes that shit look awesome um that could be a good thing it could be a bad thing episode two hide your kids hide your wife hobbyists on the loose was really one of those episodes that got deep into something that 
nags at me, right? Because I've been an artist for like 13 years now professionally. I've been an entrepreneur for about the same time. And the skepticism about around working a job that you love or not considering your work to be work is something that really frustrates me. And so a quote from that episode is aha moment number four. A hobby is an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. A business is one's regular occupation, profession, or trade. So example number one. A DJ who flies around the world playing big parties with celebrities, dressing up. She gets paid. Um, She also is able to have her daughter travel with her and they do her child's schoolwork on the road. So they're homeschooling. Two, a guy who has a... Travels all around the world, jet-setting from one place to the next. He writes a travel blog and makes money off of the ad revenue from the travel blog. All of these businesses, are all of these hobbies, are... Three. Number three is, like, super personal for me. <laughs> um, because this is something that came out of an episode that I dedicated to my granny called That's What She Said or That's What Granny Said. <laughs> but um, And that was episode number seven. And the thing about what came out of this episode for me is that I have always been a creative person, right? I live my life dedicated to art and to being creative and entrepreneurial ventures, but I never really thought of my grandmother as a creative. And when I was recording this episode, it dawned on me just how much of my creative nature and spirit I get from her. Um, She was a seamstress, she was a hairdresser, she was a mother of eight, and she kind of, like, well, listen listen to the aha moment and you'll get what I'm talking about. So this is number three. Very rarely had enough money to buy fabric to make the clothes she needed to make for her kids. So she would use the scraps that she had from her clients. I was told that the scrap bag dresses that she made were so beautiful that people would stop her kids on the street and ask them where they got their clothes. So it would turn into more business for her. Sometimes having your back up against the wall can really push your creative spirit. I even do this um, through my mixed media collage work. I don't throw away anything, and I try to use um, anything that I have at my disposal. Sometimes I start an episode and it becomes about more than I thought it was going to be about. And my number two choice for the aha moment is one of those moments. I was doing episode number eight, Monkey Know Which Tree to Climb, about how to avoid conflict in the workplace. And it became about something a little deeper. Listen to the clip. 
When you let people know what you need from them and what is acceptable to you, you let them into who you are. And just like that, we are at number one. And my number one aha moment for ANF so far comes from episode number nine, I Ain't Ish, where I talked to psychologist Tracy Rogers about rejection. And it was so, so crazy because I often think and talk about rejection and deal with rejection as an artist but she said something that literally blew my mind and that is number one on the aha moment countdown don't first to differentiate who i am from what i produce so the quality of what i produce might be up for consideration it might be up for auction it might be up to be accepted or not accepted, but who I am as a person is never on the auction block. Hey, so if you've been listening to this countdown like, wait, what? When did she say that? Who said that? When did that happen? <laughs> Worry not. I've got you covered. I have all the whole list of the episodes mentioned in this episode in the show notes over at ourpreneurguide.com or in the SoundCloud explanation for this episode so go on out and check out those titles so you can listen to any episode that you might have missed so as promised i said that i would ask you guys a question about past episodes and whoever gets it right sends it to me well the first five people to get it right will get a free copy of my ebook an entrepreneur's guide to pegging out So you know that every episode, I do a quote of the week. And a while ago, the quote of the week was, the question you should be asking isn't what do I want or what are my goals, but what would excite me? If you could tell me who said it and what episode that is the quote of the week from, you have gotten yourself a free copy of An Artpreneur's Guide to Pigging Out. And I hope that you have loved this episode like I've loved making it. And the quote of the week is, Nothing is worse than missing an opportunity that could have changed your life. This episode of Arts and Farts was brought to you by ArtpreneurGuide.com, turning struggle into opportunity. This episode was edited and produced by Melissa Matthews, that's me, with music from Bensound.com and audio clips from SoundBible.com. On the next Arts and Farts, we delve into the scarcity mindset with the episode that was originally carded for this week. Empty plate, hungry belly. Arts and Farts is a man-made production. Thanks for listening.